Undercover Carson, secret agent. Operation Death Ray, an assignment in Rio. view from Sir Giles's Copacabana apartment. The enclosing mountains with their weird shapes, their picturesque names, such as Hunchback, Sugarloaf, Parrot's Beak. Then there was the famous beach, with the fishermen in their huge straw hats, and the gloriously blue water itself. But every time I think of that water, I think of my dash from the Davenport apartment with the time bomb that Julius Grant so thoughtfully left there. I waded in knee-deep and hurled it as far as possible. Some minutes later, there was a tower of spume and an explosion that took some explaining away when the Rio police arrived. Meanwhile, Grant had vanished from his usual haunts. Major Aubrey Dent was still in the city. Angelo had Sir Giles deeply concerned. As we looked out from the balcony onto the busy boulevard below, it was still on his mind. Dash it all, Carson. It was only a hit on the head. Yes, but how, friend, Roger Deville can hit. Quite handy with his fists when we were at school together, Sir Giles. Yes, yes, but Angelo suffered much worse than that and come up laughing. In 15 years, I've never known him let anything get him down so. Well, Chappie is rather despondent. Despondent's hardly the word. He's quite certain he's dying. Speaks about the spirits telling him so. Age-old superstition, to use a hackneyed phrase. All the same, I'm deeply concerned. Uh, perhaps it's something to do with the carnival. In what way? Well, sir... Isn't it more or less tradition that the servants walk out? Oh, yes, yes. And our Angelo has done his share of walking out. Roisted with his many relatives and acquaintances, no doubt. Could it be that he's down in the dumps because he's not fit enough to join the fun this year? I don't think so, Carson. I don't know what to make of it all. But look at all that traffic. Yes, it is much thicker than usual. The city is getting packed. Tens of thousands come in for the carnival. And it's Friday already, you know. I'm not forgetting, Sam. Fun starts Sunday and lasts for three days. And those three days represent our last chance to get the secret of the death ray. The Cossack will be in town. Charco hopes to make his final coup. And yet we are so helpless. Yes. Friend Roger has contact with Charco. But where is the blighter? Vanished. Like so many others. Like Miss Bruin. Like my lamented friend Grant. Like Mademoiselle Carelli. But Elena Jansen promises to contact us the moment she has anything on Deauville's whereabouts. A slender hope. Elena's determined to assist, if only to make up for past failures, Sir Giles. Yet she confesses to us that she has this deep attachment to her wayward brother. So it's possible that she'll suddenly decide to shield Oville again. No, sir. I think I know the type of woman Helena really is. Once she gives her word, then she stays with it. Well, let's hope so. Uh, oh, I say, sir. What's that coming along the boulevard? Hmm? A great mass of colour, li li like some bird. <laughs> Such a bird I've never seen, Carson, not in all my bird-watching days. <laughs> it's one of the floats for the carnival procession. Oh, yes, yes. There are scores of them, you know. But a whole series portray the outstanding events of the preceding year. They do, eh? Indeed. And they're so striking and ingenious. It's one of the greatest spectacles of the Western Hemisphere. Or the world, for that matter. Hmm. Well, I assure you, old fellow. No, I'm not doubting that, Sir Giles. Just, just thinking... This death ray hunt is a rather important event. By Jove, yes. Yes, but what a grim sort of float that would make. Beautiful women, dangerous men, jungle, strange weapons. Yeah, but we are up against it. I fear so. There's just one chance, however. Excellency! Excellency! One moment, Carson, it's Angelo. Yeah, right with you, sir. Excellency! Coming, old man! Uh, this 
<laughs> the spirit, spirits, they, they call, they call upon me again. Now, now. <laughs> Excellency, uh, I know these things. Death hangs over me as the Cocoveo hangs over the bay. Cocoveo? The yes. hunchback cousin. Oh, yes, yes, I see. But on no, dear fellow, we can't have you carrying on like this. Man alive, it will soon be carnival time. Two days uh, and the festivities two start. Two days, Excellency, and you need my assistance more greatly than ever. Yes, indeed we do. Yet I will not be with you. Enough of this now. The spirits have spoken, and they will speak again, Excellency. I do wish you'd tell them to stop bothering you. Listen to me, Excellency. Yes, uh, y- y- yes, old fellow. In return for the life that they take from me, I will ask that they tell me something that may be of some help to you in your search. Really? Now you uh, are distressing and me. that is why I call for you. In return for my life, Excellency, the place where this charcoal may be found, or perhaps the one you call the Cossack. That is all, Excellency. Let's leave him for a while, Carson. So, so. But uh, when he called out, you were saying something about just one chance. So, fair. Mademoiselle Carelli? Right, sir. But we've heard nothing from her since she so obligingly phoned to say there was a time bomb planted in the apartment. True. Then how the deuce can we make any use of her? Well, rather than twiddle thumbs, sir, I thought I might look over the town. Shops always did fascinate her, you know. Oh, no, no, no. Look it's here. a long shot, perhaps, but I might spot her somewhere. Shops, cafes, cabarets. I'll leave you to look after our jello. Besides, I've never seen a city steaming up for a carnival. And the old boy wasn't too happy about it, but something had to be done. So out I went, and the whole city certainly was tingling. Shops crowded, men gaily dressed, women with glowing eyes. Here and there you'd hear the quaker, the native drum that rose to a pandemonium when the festival reached its heights of abandon. The boulevards and pavements were crowded with a breathless throng, almost part of the dazzling sunlight. Mountains of flowers, curio sellers every few yards. Senor Brinkos? No, thanks, no earrings. Senorita? No, thanks all the same. Un broche? Uh, no, old chap, not interested in brooch. Uma pulsera? No, no bracelet either. I was interested only in finding an extremely attractive French-Italian dancer, someone who was working against us for a group of international freelance agents, and was somehow caught up with the all-knowing Chaco, one of the six scientists, the man who was on the brink of getting the full secret of the death ray. I walked into many shops, then out onto the crowded footpaths once again. Still the souvenir sellers, the flower sellers. Flore, senor? No, no. Rosa, juliper? Sorry. Violetta? Of course. Fay. Monsieur Bruce, I am much surprised at you refusing to buy me flowers. Violetta? Oui. Ah, senorita. Oh, well, best I fork out. <laughs> Here you are. Is that enough? Oh, senor. Uh, keep the change. Come along, dear. Muito obrigado, senor. Muito obrigado. Yes, and I'm much obliged, too. To faint. Uh, what do you say, Monsieur Bruce? Oh, I'm just nothing in my pipe. Yeah, but fancy meeting you, Fan. Ah, uh, but you avoid me. Oh, me avoiding you? I never see you. Oh, have it your own way, then. But these are so beautiful, these flowers. Oh, flower meets flower, eh? Oh, you say the nice thing. I'd say still nicer. Now, how about we slip into yon cafe? 
I've been dying to have a chat. Of course, Monsieur Bruce. And I tell you how much I miss you. Now, my dear, well, we haven't heard anything from you since that last phone call. And uh, what is that? To Sir Giles' flat, about the bomb planted there. Oh, you make some mistake, Monsieur Bruce. Well, so we're on to that again. But the warning was appreciated. Faye, why do you keep doing these things? You talk about the things of which I know nothing. Faye, you know and I know exactly what the carnival means to a lot of people. And you must realize that I'm growing desperate. A desperate? Oh, then at last, Monsieur Bruce, you do something about me, perhaps? Yes, I intend to. <sighs> but this isn't much of a place to net her. We go to my apartment, perhaps. I show you the costume I wear for the carnival. Well, we'll go to your apartment anyway. Drink coffee and we'll be off. I had a good array of pipes, so I felt pretty safe. Though, as usual, the exotic fay was dangerously disarming. What drove a creature like this to the dark and devious depths of espionage? Well, I was determined to find out that, but more especially, how she contacted Charco, or he contacted her. However, I was prepared to wait a while. That's why I agreed to seeing her dressed up in her carnival costumes. Ah, those glorious legs. You like it, Monsieur Bruce? Yeah, breathtaking. I am the Harlequin. So, but what a Harlequin. Now I do the dance for you. No music. Um, hate to upset party mood, but uh, pipe with musical box, remember? Oh, that is most unfortunate. Mm, ask the Giles sometime. The whole thing blew up in his face, you know. Please, Monsieur Bruce, you listen now. What's that? A musical box. Well. It is wind <laughs> up. The little catch go off. Voila. <laughs> uh, what sort of dance you do to that? In the moment I show you. Uh, but here. Hmm. What's this? A box of cigarettes. Well, I smoke a pipe. Oh, but I got so accustomed to you with the pipe. Oh, trademark. Collecting him a hobby. Please. For once. The cigarette? Oh, well, why not? <laughs> Now I light it for you. Oh, service plus. Fancy lighter? Here. It goes the first time, I bet. Hmm. See? Ah, bravo. Yeah, but don't singe eyebrows. Mm, that's got it. You smoke. I put down the lighter and the box. Now I dance. I just can't imagine it of you. You not think my dancing good? Oh, divine. Then, then what is it? That you should do anything else but dance. All this sordid undercover business seems so... so... Monsieur Bruce, you act so strange. I feel a trifle queer. Oh, the dancing, it is too much for you. Mm, it does set the ticker rocking a little, but... Uh, not that so much. Everything seems... Oh, please tell me. You worry me so much. It must be smoke, making everything hazy. I dance for you again and clear the smoke away. <gasps> oh, Monsieur Bruce, you throw the cigarette at me. Of course I do. Might have known it. Drugged. Some dance you led me. Oh, Monsieur Bruce! Monsieur Bruce! <laughs> 
Faraday was still standing there and crying out with concern as everything went black and I fell to the carpeted floor. It seemed that I should have kept to my pipes in spite of all the trouble they'd caused in Operation Death Ray. 